Welcome to the Pay Yourself First podcast. My name is Chris Jolly, and I'm on a mission to financially empower millions of entrepreneurs. I want you to make and keep more money so that you can begin implementing and turbocharging a plan for creating financial freedom your way during the life cycle of your current business without spending a ton of time or becoming a professional investor. You see, most of the financial teachings out there are made for employees, not entrepreneurs. If you wouldn't listen to someone who doesn't have kids about parenting, why take business financial advice from someone without a business? Are you ready to break free of bad advice and follow the trail of other uncommon entrepreneurs so you can get from where you are now to the lifestyle you were aiming to create when you started your business? Then stick around. Here comes another episode of Pay Yourself First, where the only investment we offer is the one you make in yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am excited today, as I always am, because we have another amazing six-figure plus online entrepreneur with us today. He is Alex Kuhn. His business is Born to Lead. Alex, how are you today? Chris, doing fantastic and just really honored to be here. Uh, it's great to have you. I'm really excited. And I know you're going to have a lot of value to share with my audience and I'm sure with me too. So I'm sure it's going to be great. Can you tell everybody out there a little bit more about Born to Lead, how it started and what you do? Sure. All of us, I think, that are in this online entrepreneur space, especially when it comes to teaching and consulting and speaking and serving worlds, I think we all have a mission. And thankfully, through the past 12 years, I've really been able to grab the concepts of business to really help people do good, change lives, make millions, and ultimately impact generations. And for us, Born Elite is the only program that we have. And very simply, it allows people to build scalable multi-million dollar programs that I'm really grateful grateful to have. At this point, we've had 300 clients that have gone through this program over the past several years there. Last year, we had 17 that went from zero to their first seven-figure program. And right now, we're on track to double that this upcoming year there. But most importantly, what makes me so excited is that these are truly the best people on the planet. Like I'm sure most of your audience that's listening to here, they really want to do something to help people. It's at the core of their nature. It's at the core of their DNA. And that's why we call at Born to Lead because at some level, at some truly genetic level, there's a part of every person in our world that simply said, I just want to help people. I want to do a business, but it's got to align with my integrity. And that's what makes it, I'm so honored to work with so many clients just like that. That's amazing. Can you tell us how you got started in coaching? It's something I've been doing since 15. And when I say 15, when people obviously are here in coaching, they think, oh, what kind of coaching? Swim coaching. I've been in swimming for my entire life. That was the sport that I was basically grew up in. It's what I did in college there. And it was actually my first job. After graduating, I had the decision either taking some sort of higher figure management position, or I could go make $15,000 a year working 90s hours a week as a college assistant swim coach. Of course, I decided to take the college assistant position, but it's been kind of my blood working through the college ranks to actually ultimately be a head coach and really making some national champions to work with some high level swimmers. At the age of 30, I had this moment, Chris, and, and I can tell you from just a purpose perspective there that I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs and a lot of my family, they did well in their entrepreneurial journey, but they never got beyond the, what I call that self-employed entrepreneurial piece, right? They, I saw them working hard nights, weekends, et cetera. And I, at that moment at 30, I said, I don't even know what I want to do as an entrepreneur. I just know that I want to solve this challenge. I want to be that family member that helps people figure out how to build a great business, do have a great life and move in this direction. So this was back in 2011. And I will tell everybody that the first year, the very first year I was coaching, 
very, which was life coaching. Some clients pay me $25 an hour. One client was paying me a big $500 an hour. That first year I made $4,225. And I think most people would have quit. But in my mind, there was this level of commitment that it's like, I am going to figure this out. I am going to figure this out. Whatever I've got to do, I am going to find a way. Not going all the details and we can talk more about it, but very simply one failed business after another failed business after another failed business. Finally, in 2014, I came up with a membership idea that was very simply helping women from a mindset perspective with emotional eating. And that was the first business over two years we started and sold. We had 15,000 members in the program there. Um, obviously, one of my first big paydays as an entrepreneur. And that's obviously transformed into a couple other opportunities. But 2020, I decided to start Born a Lead because that was the moment where I said, you know what, I want to put something out there that... The challenge I see, especially in the coaching industry, is that so many of the concepts are based on what I call the diet approach of business. Launch, sell, four-week launch, 12-week course, sell, et cetera. And I just thought there's a better way to not only serve our clients at a higher attitude and aptitude, but even more importantly, to see them succeed inside of our program so that we can keep them for lifelong. That's why I started Born to Lead. It's been doing it for three years. And I will got to say, it's the one business still gets me fired up after three years. That's great to hear. I can see how fired up you are about it. And I just love when people are really in that that much in touch with their work and what they're doing. Now, you mentioned that you work with a lot of entrepreneurs who are going from building their course from the ground up to seven figures. And first, I love that's the aim because there's so much talk about out there about getting to six figures. And that's great and is a wonderful accomplishment for every business owner. Mm -hmm. If that's your end in mind, you're going to do what you said you saw your family do, which is give mm -hmm. yourself a job, not really a business. Yeah. Talk to us about what it looks like working with you from going nothing to building up to that seven figure level in a new program. As I always tell anybody that comes to our program, whether you have zero clients in your first time coaching or consulting or speaking, or you're somebody that's coming in already doing seven figures in your business. I believe the very first thing that obviously kills business at the end is that the business isn't protecting the leader or ourselves. We don't put the mask on ourselves. We don't design the business around ourselves. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we talk about actually first and foremost, understanding your success DNA, meaning how do you actually design a business that works with your talents, gifts, and strengths? And ultimately, no matter if it's just you today or a big team tomorrow, that you're allowing yourself to do that. Because I think the higher level of friction in the business, let's be real, there's moments it's hard. It can be difficult to show up. Some weeks are a little scarce, let's quite frankly, especially when you're starting now, but you got to feel like you're doing something you really enjoy. And that's really important. So the very first thing we do is our first track is what we call growth, which is very simply, we want to help you find that one program, no matter what you, how you deliver it there, that really allows you to be that specialist in the marketplace. So people gravitate towards you. You're solving a problem as opposed to trying to be the niche that works with online entrepreneurs who have two dogs, three houses, and two kids or something. It's about this idea of being really problem specific and helping you get to that mid six, seven figures level. Because once you're at that stage, you can actually then begin to go into that freedom stage. And in that freedom stage, you get to actually begin to understand how you actually leverage a new resource, which most entrepreneurs never understand, which is that you are working there, your time and energy. And at some point you have to transition to using that dollar to grow your business, to improve your life, 
to help your clients. It can't just be on you if you want to go to that next stage. And it's a new fuel. It's a very scary fuel to use. But if you actually understand how to use it right and set it up right from the very beginning, it makes the process a whole lot easier. And then, Chris, a lot of times for us, it's you have a seven-figure program, you're loving life, it's great, you love the business. So many of the people I work with have kids, they have families, they have friends. And ultimately, it's not about actually just having money to have money. It's having money to make an impact. And I believe this is really that decade for the Chris's, for the Alex's, and for everybody that's listening to this. It's like, it's time for the good guys and the good gals to win in business. And that's one of the reasons why our secret sauce is what we call our utopia level, which is very simply is that you have your business. Now, how do you actually start to build your passive income and equity streams around that business? And the one thing I don't share too often, Chris, is that yes, Born Elite is my business. It's my passion business. It's that this is my active income business, but I have 14 other great that I own that bring either equity or passive income that allow me to know that my, if something happened to me tomorrow, that my two little ones that are four-year-olds and one-year-olds are going to be safe, that my wife's going to be taken care of, that all the other things that have to happen if I wasn't around are going to be necessarily taken care of. So that's what I want so many of the people that are listening to here to understand that we need to get all of you to a place in your business, in your world right now, where your daily work is not what was required to serve humanity. Yeah, I think that's so important. And that is the differentiation between the people who give themselves a job and the people who build themselves a lifestyle so that they can continue to impact the world and to lead and to help others and not have to show up and crank the handle, turn on the lights and make sure everything's working. Exactly. Love it. Okay. So now can you tell me a little bit more about the leadership archetypes you work with within the success DNA? Yeah. People ask me, what is this like a personality type? Test. And I think that this is a very different type of assessment. We actually call it at its core a leader operating system. And when we talk about these archetypes, we define as a leader as very simply as using their talent to impact lives. But everybody has a very different specific talent. And some talents are actually underrated leadership skills that we want to make sure that, listen, this if this is your talent and this is your skill, you are a leader. And so much of the feedback we get, Chris, is that born a lead. It creates such controversy. People are like, no, you can't be born a lead. You're made a leader and stuff. And I would challenge them to say, yes, you were born a lead, but you were supposed to born a leader in a different way than others. And so we got actually four different archetypes that we talk about. The first one is developer. And a developer is what we think of as that natural coach. They're really good at asking questions. They're very intuitive of hearing and listening to the person on the other side. Even if they weren't a subject matter, this is the person who's just that friend that you go to and ask them about anything and everything there. It is that leader that just simply has a way of actually being able to see into the person's soul, into the person's heart, into the person's mind and ask questions that they've been asking themselves and guiding them to a better tomorrow. The second type is our architect. To me, the most underrated leader on this planet. The architect is the person that can help maybe not see the vision, but way more importantly, see the goal, see where the organization or person is today. 
and create the step-by-step approach and know exactly what needs to be put in place to make it happen. This is the person who wants to know all the details. This is the person who feels a little uncomfortable when things aren't going according to plan. But at the end of the day, this person's value is actually, it helps so many of us as entrepreneurs, as these visionary and big picture idea people to get it put all together to actually see how it actually can basically work as an orchestra, meaning the music sounds great, as opposed to how many of us run a business where it's a big jumble mess and we're trying to just play catch up. The third is a motivator. Motivator, and I'm a natural motivator. And a natu- and me as a motivator, obviously, I've got a high energy. I can talk all day, every day to anybody. But a motivator just simply has the ability to get people to say yes, whether it's to the company vision, whether it's to their own dream, whether it's the outcome of fear. They have a way of speaking, of talking, of communicating that the person just simply agrees with. Oh yeah, I see it that way. And now this, I always tell people like, this is a skill that can be used for both good and evil, just like all of these there. But this is the person that you just know that, man, it just seems like they're able to get people to do things that maybe they wouldn't have done without that person. And then finally, the fourth is the visionary. And I know this is the what we consider the holy grail of leadership, but all visionary to us simply means is that the person has the ability to anticipate what's coming in the future. They have the ability to predict what's coming six months down the road, one year down the road, five years down the road. They can kind of see things happening before they happen. I also tell people that there's a big difference between visionary and influencer. And it's really important to be careful that you don't look at influencers as visionaries. They just simply have a skill to actually influence the direction of a marketplace. So whichever one you are, understand that the more you buy into that gift and talent, the easier business is going to be to grow. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about finding what your strengths are and focusing more on those and then doing the other piece you said, which is handing off everything else to other people who are better at that and who it is their archetype to get that work done. Yes. Okay. Now I want to ask you for your biggest initiative inside your business this year, or the one thing you would really love to have accomplished by the end of the year. Our business specifically, Born to Lead? Yes, sir. Sure. Very simply, we are very client focused. Our, our mission is what can we do to get our clients to another level? Last year, we had our clients, I think, as a collective generate at a minimum, because obviously we're just taking their numbers that we were about 58 million. We had 17 to hit the multi million dollar mark. This year, we want to see 50 of that. We hit millions there. It's not about us just growing our clientele, although we are doing that. It's about actually our clientele having success. I believe us having that actually tangible goal, it actually does something very different. So number one, the team that you see in the front end, the Kianas and Celestes on our team, you'll actually see them obviously working harder and understanding like, hey, I want to get that client to this level. I want to understand their goal because they're going to be way more focused on delivering the client the value as opposed to saying, we got to get another client in the business. So it actually creates a little bit more of a goodwill focus. The second thing is that the people you don't see behind the scenes, right? The people that are working on our websites, the people that are working on our funnels, the people that are working on our technology, they get bought into it there because they understand the why behind their work. They are the people that are the unsung heroes in our business because they're not the ones that, unlike me and Kiana, we're getting the great gratitudes and the recognition for helping that client or being on amazing podcasts like this. But they're the ones that are helping me be here. 
Like I don't have to worry about what's getting done behind the scenes. So having that altruistic goal and truly really making sure as that leader, Kiana and myself, making sure we really are speaking that into the existence, it ultimately helps them understand that their work is for good, not just to grow a business. And I think it's a big difference in how we've been able to attract some of the best minds and some really incredible people that they could probably, quite frankly, get way more money working for somebody else, but they believe in the core of our mission. They believe in the core of our vision. They really believe in what type of clients we work with. I love it. The author of the E-Myth talks about finding a game worth playing, and then you can get everybody on your team. And it sounds like you've really found that game at Born to Lead. So I really appreciate that. Now, as far as you personally, what mm-hmm. is your, with set the business aside, your biggest personal financial goal right now? I don't make financial goals. I will tell you that I actually make way more impact goals. And I don't want to sound corny when I say that. For me, financially, I am for what I have accomplished in my life. I tell people like my one, the one thing I want to buy is an NFL football team. So if you want to talk about my financial goal, that's probably it. So I got a few, a few millions to go before I can do that. But I'll tell you something. I think everyone that might be listening to this can really agree with this. When we talk about people over profits, that there is a concept of motivation and excitement that I get by working with our clients and seeing our group grow. We just got invited up to uh, Gary Vanderchuk and we got to go look around because we're one of the fastest growing coaching companies here in the world and I'll go for that. But I also take that as a responsibility because when you're growing, there are problems and challenges for growing there. And so the financial piece for me is not just about growing my bottom line and top line to the great next mark would be 50 million, then the next mark could be a hundred million. So I'm doing well financially. It's more actually about how do we actually use this financial form to make sure that we are actually putting our do good mission into other areas that aren't feeling this affected, that aren't feeling the work that we're doing. That's what really got me fired up more than anything. Yeah, absolutely. And that brings me to the next thing that I want to talk about is that per level you reach financially, there's always the next plateau to aim for or a next goal to set. And it's really more about what you're going to do with it and how you use it to perpetuate the world that you want to see, essentially. So tell us, what is financial freedom for you? When you're to that place where you've stepped away from your business and you're only doing what you want to do, You don't have to be there for months at a time and you've got all the money you could ever use besides Mm -hmm. running an NFL team. What are you going to do? So clients were asking me, they said, like, how, like how much time could you take off? And I think we've got to figure it out. I think I could take off without making another dollar at least like 64 years is what I could do. Asking me the questions about financial freedom, what would I do with it there? And the answer is I would work. That's as funny and silly as it sounds. There was a moment, and I can tell you this after I sold my digital marketing agency back in 2018, that to me, a lot of the biggest mindset challenge is very simply this, and what you'll ultimately feel it is when you don't have to show up to work and you don't have to show up and make money and you literally don't have to show up where because really there's no place you're needed. And what I think most people will discover is that is one of the scariest, if not the most scariest place on this planet, because it actually does ask you that question of what really is purpose. No disrespect to anybody that needs to make money, because so many of us at every stage need to make money to live. To make money ultimately is a very important factor. And it's the first thing I tell every single one of our clients is that do not be bashful about telling people your goal is to make money. You need to make a financial living. We need you to succeed financially so you can start helping others get to that stage to find their purpose. So what I value is very simply giving back. 
I think that at the core of anything I find with any of our clients that are at that level, especially from the utopia perspective, is, is that they feel depressed if they don't feel productive. And a lot of times that productivity is somehow giving back to people, whether it's being part of a charity and nonprofits, whether it's getting into coaching. Like if you look at it, how many of the richest people do we see somehow start their online presence and start courses or masterclasses or some sort of helping hand? Why? Because their purpose is to give back. To me, I think no matter who it is, I think that's always going to be the answer. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I love interviewing entrepreneurs so much. And it's really the difference between showing up every day and doing something you love and showing up and doing something every day to make money. Because a lot of employees just want to get to that retirement age of 65 or whatever and be done and take their time off. And then you find people lose their purpose. And a lot of people even die soon after retirement because they are used to identifying with something that they don't do any longer. And then you talk to an entrepreneur and they're like, oh, if I never had to show up for work again, I'd just show up for work again and do what I love to do and help people because that's why I started it in the first place. Yeah. I And I, I always think it comes from a place of pain, right? I think, no, when people are in pain, you don't want to do it anymore, right? There, it, I understand. I've got, and probably you and I, right? We've got those friends, right? They, they're employees and they're looking for that 65 or 67 or whatever it is now and retire. But at some point when you develop so much incredible skills over years and years of decades to all of a sudden just say, you're not going to use it anymore. I don't know. I feel that it feels depressing to me. And I think it's one of the reasons why retirees are very depressed and why, quite frankly, they do need that that mental and quite frankly, coaching support to make sure they find their next path and their next journey. Absolutely. Alex, it's been a pleasure. This has been a great interview. Now, before I let you go, can you tell everybody where they can find out more about you and what you do? I'm born Absol to leave. Absolutely. So you heard me talking about our success DNA archetypes. Our website, bornleaders.com, you go straight to the front page and you can actually take an assessment to actually determine what is your leadership archetype, developer, motivator, visionary, and architect. And while you're hearing this, you may think you are one, but I can tell you probably about 30% of the time, somebody will tell me they were shocked by the result. And the reason why is that it actually gets to the core of your leader operating style as opposed to what you've been trained. You may discover that the way you've been trained is exactly the opposite or or not in line with your core operating leadership style. So again, bornleaders.com, go straight to the front page. You will see the assessment right there. And of course, this is not just a business about me. It's actually a business that my team runs. So we've got Kiana, we've got Celeste, we've got wonderful people there that we have to support you no matter what stage of your business you're in. Absolutely amazing. Any parting words or piece of advice for all the entrepreneurs out there listening? I think the first, the only advice I have for everybody is that as much as we talk about goals and visions and all the big picture stuff there. I think the most important factor in terms of our success is trust, trusting ourselves to make the mistakes and get back up, trusting ourselves to succeed and know how we're going to handle that success and trust that ultimately when all said and done, it's going to be great. Alex, it's been wonderful. Thanks again for taking the time out of your day and for sharing yourself with me and the audience. Appreciate you, Chris. Absolutely. And for everybody listening out there, if you enjoy this episode and you haven't subscribed yet, I don't know what the heck you're waiting for. And if you can leave us one of those five-star reviews, we really appreciate that. It helps us get the message out to more entrepreneurs. And if you are a six-figure plus entrepreneur like our amazing guest Alex was today, and you'd love to come on our podcast, we'd like to talk to you as well. To do that, you can go to ffepodcast.com. That's the letters ffepodcast.com. Alex, thanks again. Thank you. If you've listened this far, chances are you're an entrepreneur looking to become more financially literate and create financial freedom for yourself 
from your business. The Pay Yourself First podcast is definitely here to help with that. My goal is to continue to share what I've learned about using your business as the tool to create financial freedom. But let's face it, it would take me years to share with you everything you need to know via these episodes. Creating financial freedom is something that most people never even consider, let alone make a plan for or take action towards. It's something almost no one was taught anything about. Doing it as an entrepreneur is even more challenging, especially without support. So if you're ready to get clear on what financial freedom looks like for you, come up with an action plan and get the support systems and accountability you need, I invite you to consider the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur. I created the program to help entrepreneurs just like you get a handle on their personal and business finances and start building confidently towards financial freedom. And it's how you can discover ways to take 10 years off your retirement, add an extra five or six figures to your portfolio, and finally get clear on what numbers you should be tracking in your business and why. Together, we'll gain clarity around your financial goals and what being financially free would actually look like for you. Then we'll put together a customized game plan to get you there and the accountability to see you through. And by the way, you're also gonna get all the spreadsheets you need to run your numbers, lifetime access to the materials, including any updates, and entry into our members-only community. In addition to all the knowledge, coaching, community, and systems that you need to create financial freedom from your business, you'll also receive a free financial assessment, a retirement planning session, and guided meditation aimed at helping you embody the feeling of true financial freedom. So yeah, you can just listen to the free content on these podcasts to help you move towards becoming a financially free entrepreneur. And sure, you'll likely see some results, or you can make the decision to commit to learning, implementing, and embodying what you need to know to create the financially free life you dreamed of when you started your business journey. Click the link in the show notes to answer a quick questionnaire, and you'll be on your way to joining the Abundantly Infinite Entrepreneur.